Struggles by Sarcastic Sunshines T'Challa turned to look back at the entrance that led to his chambers, pacing up and down the hall in hopes his wife would soon exit the room and join him for their Valentine's Day date. If left up to him, they would not even be going. He made sure his love for Tabisa was shown every day, but her love of the holiday was infectious and T'Challa felt his best knowing she was happy. So, if dressing up and celebrating an over-glorified holiday made her happy, then there was nothing he wouldn't do to see the smile that kept him going every day. However, he couldn't lie that his patience for Tabisa tonight was wearing thin. She had promised to be ready an hour ago. And though he knew that was not going to be the case, she was going past the time allotted to be fashionably late. He entered the bedroom hearing the soft rhythm of her playlist. He looked at the bed and saw the dress she had promised would leave him speechless. He smiled as he imagined her in it. Tabi? He called, walking into the closest into the closet, assuming she was there picking shoes, but the lights and the ajar door had him fooled. His expression shifted as he walked towards the bathroom door, calling her name again. Still, he got no response, but could hear her slight sniffling on the other side. Davi, what is going on? Are you all right? He knocked as he asked with his heart rate increasing as he thought of all the possible things that could be wrong with her. Tabisa lifted herself from her spot on the floor, wiping her eyes and leaned against the bathroom door, pulling her robe close to her. She mustered all the energy she could to not give away the fact that she was crying. I'm fine. I'm not feeling well. I have cramps and I, I can't go on our date anymore. T'Challa could tell that she was lying and couldn't understand why. Only this morning she had been glowing and excitedly stating that her gift for him would be one of a kind and he could never guess what it would be. Her enthusiasm made his heart yearn for her and even made him willing to celebrate this holiday. Now, he felt anxious and worried because her sadness and pain quickly became his and hearing her sorrow broke his heart. That is fine, my love. We can stay in and still enjoy each other's company. He waited for a reply and he was met with a shaky, okay. He took a large breath before taking off his suit jacket, placing it on the bed next to her dress. He turned back to the door and knocked again with a little more ferocity. Dobby, can you please open the door? Whatever it is, we can work through it together, okay? I don't like to hear you like this. He waited and heard no movement. My love, please, he said with a little shake to his own voice. Finally, he heard movement as the lock unclicked, 
and he heard her shuffling away from the door. He opened it slowly and peeked, looking for the holder of his heart, only to find her leaning against the bathtub, in her robe and bonnet, makeup smeared, matching the mood of the room. Tavisa looked up at him, causing her to start to cry again. The whole night had become a disaster. She had woken up that morning, feeling hopeful and thankful for the ache in her lower back and her tender, swollen breasts. Her period was already a week late, and she was sure this time Bast had finally answered her prayers. So she told her husband that her gift to him was one of a kind and was eager to share her joy with him. She had gotten a box and was going to place the pregnancy test she planned to take in it, only for her to begin to get ready for their evening and be greeted by a very misleading aunt Flo. In the moment, Tabisa was frustrated and felt betrayed by her own body. Why was getting pregnant so difficult? Wasn't this what her body was made to do? T'Challa slowly lowered himself next to his wife. He grabbed the roll of tissue paper and passed it to her as she lowered herself to lay in his lap. He ran his hand up and down her body soothingly. My love, would you like to tell me what has stolen my favorite smile off of your face? Just tell me the truth. I'm here to help. I wasn't lying when I said I got my period. You mentioned that, but in all my time of knowing you, it has never brought you to this much tears. Tabisa lifted her head off his lap and turned to face him as she blinked away the tears in an attempt to control her emotions enough to speak. T'Challa gently caressed her cheek, wiping away at the tears that had escaped. I thought I was pregnant, she said lamely between hiccups. T'Challa finally began to put together the situation. After months of trying with no hope, not even a scare to encourage them, T'Challa began to see his bubbly wife slowly disappearing into a shadow of herself. He tried to remain positive for the both of them and reminded her of his never-dying love for her. Though often his attempts were defeated by the envy she felt, as she watched her friends and family receive the very gift that she begged Bast for. Today had been one of the few days that he felt the woman he loved return, but now he wasn't so sure. Tabi, it is okay. We will keep trying. The doctor said there is not an issue with either of us, so when the time is right, it will happen. I don't think seeing, I don't like seeing you like this. It's not okay, Talchala. Tabisa found herself yelling emotions she hadn't truly shared until now. You don't know how hard it is to attend baby showers for others and to try and be happy for those who have what you want so badly. Yes, it has only been a few months, but it's scary to think that in all this time we haven't even had a miscarriage or anything. I feel like my body isn't doing its job. Like I'm paying for some sin I have committed. 
Tabisa's tears became more frequent as T'Challa reached up again to try and wipe them. He didn't know what else to do to comfort his wife, to make her understand that her debt to him was only her love. I have prayed and prayed. It is like Boss refused to listen. Is this her way of saying that I am not meant to be a mother? Maybe I don't deserve. T'Challa pulled her into his chest as she sobbed. He felt a few tears slip from his own eyes. Seeing her like this was becoming too much for him. It don't speak like that. You know that is not true. You have, I have no doubt in my mind that you'd be a great mom. Probably the best, my love. I have seen you with children. Honestly, it is one of the many reasons I fell in love with the most beautiful school teacher I have ever seen. He felt her breathing finally steadying and whimpers slowly decreasing. Your large heart and your empathy is unmatched. Children are drawn to you like a magnet no matter where we go, and you dote on each one with your undivided attention as though they are your own. Sometimes I'm a little jealous. He finished jokingly. His heart skipped as he heard the small giggle coming from her. Tabisa separated herself from him again, looking him in his eyes, searching for truth in his words. You think so? Tabisa, of course. He grabbed her hands and kissed them. I don't know when that will be, but I do know that if there is any role that you were made for, it is that of a mother. And Bast willing, we will have enough to fill all the empty rooms. Her genuine smile mended his broken heart. He lifted her up and set her on the edge of the tub. He grabbed her makeup wipes and wiped off what was left. He brought her favorite pajamas and led her to the bed. After changing himself, he brought her a replica of the Sunday that they had shared on their first date that he had the chefs prepare. He also gotten her a bracelet engraved with their wedding anniversary on the inside. Tabisa was almost brought to tears again as she appreciated the gesture. T'Challa held her tight as they shared the dessert and she laughed at his jokes. Her laughter was like music to his ears and he always wanted to hear this song on repeat. She leaned into his warmth and allowed his love to heal her. I'm sorry that I ruined Valentine's Day. T'Challa kissed her cheek. You didn't ruin anything. I'd rather be doing this anyway. You know I do not mind showing you my love every day. Tabisa smiled, feeling lucky for the man she had. I know, and I thank you for that. I don't have a gift for you, though. T'Challa shifted, so he was facing her. Tabisa... Your smile and happiness is more than enough for me. 
You already gave me the greatest gift when you allowed me to call you my wife. Tabisa held his face as she leaned in to kiss him. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, my love. Another one. <laughs> we got another one. All right. So this one right here. I'm just, I'm smiling and I'm sure you can hear it. <laughs> this is, this is my Drew Barrymore impression. You know, it's just, it's so good. <laughs> this was good. I like this one a lot. Okay. So it's, it's already been, been clear and explain that I'm a huge softy. I love the fluff. And this is so fluffy. I just, I love it. I love reading about guys who are open and available and completely there for their partner in their time of need. They just know exactly what to say that brings their partner out of that funk momentarily the minimum and just helps them to be a better person for just a little while longer. It's just, oh, it's so good. I just, oh, I'm just I'm tired. And I hate this because there was a lot of cute lines in here too, but just to break down. So it, it begins with T'Challa and his wife deciding to go out for Valentine's Day. One thing I would like to know, do Wakandans have a Valentine's Day? I feel like they have to have their own version of a Valentine's Day. But I would like to know. They have to have their own Lover's Day somewhere. But this is them getting ready for Valentine's Day. And I like the part where T'Challa's like, he's, he's getting ready. And he sees her dress on the bed. And it's like he smiles. What does it say? She entered the room soft playlist and let's see where was it where was it? what was it um Jim promised he entered the bedroom he looked at the dress he looked at the bed and saw the dress she had promised would leave him speechless and he smiled as he imagined her in it and I was like look at <laughs> I like that yes okay we are excited to be going out on a date with a woman. Just seeing them get ready, hearing their music playing, just knowing it's about to go down is great. We are in this, ready to go. But then, of course, his partner, Tabisa, is kind of in a, in a mood. And it's actually more than mood. It's a true degenerative problem to her psyche. Trying to get pregnant and she just cannot do it. Um, been trying for a few months, it seems. I could only imagine going through that. I'm kind of ambivalent when at the thought of having children. However, when I, I just, I feel, I emphasize so much when there's, when you truly have a strong desire, you know it, you love kids, you want kids, you're with someone that is financially stable and loves you and you're great together. You want to give him a child. This is the king of Wakanda here. You got to give him a descendant. Come on. 
That's just the royal thing to do. You gotta keep that bloodline going. And you're trying. No protection. Popping off and shooting up the club. But them bullets just won't land, man. They just... They just won't. So, I get it. I don't get it, but you know, I understand. I have an understanding of it. Um, And... But to, to lighten things up again, uh, T'Challa gives her a nice little speech and one line. Oh, this was the line that really got me was with Tabisa. She's talking about how she wants to give him a child like he deserves that. Why can't she do the one thing that her body is meant to do, quote unquote. And the writer puts in there that that T'Challa, the only, T'Challa just feels that the only debt that she owes him is her undying love. <laughs> that is, I don't know if this person pulled it from somewhere or they came with it off the top of their head. Either way, they used it and placed it beautifully. The only debt she owes him is her undying love. That's it. Unconditional. He didn't, it's like, this isn't a need. The fact that you're here the fact that I wake up and see you every day. He says at the end, I don't need no gifts. The fact that I can call you my wife is gift enough. Somebody say amen to that now. Come on. That's love. That is love. Man. So, and then, what was it? There was one more that I liked. Was that it? No. There was something else. So, she's crying. They're saying they can try it over again. It's whatever. Pray to boss. Boss willing they get it. I'm. This is something that I would love to have a continuation on. I want, I want them to have a happy ending. But this was a happy ending. Because he made up for it. Oh, yes. What was it? Her laughter was like... <sighs> my gosh her laughter was like music to his ears and he always wanted this song on repeat now I feel like I've this has probably been said in different variations before but and and if this is put a certain way it can become it can come off as very corny but this this hit the spot her laughter was like music to his ears and he always wanted the song on repeat. That's, I don't know many literate, literary terms, okay? But there has to be something like this. There's a setup. This is like a two-part simile. Her laughter was like music to his ears and he always wanted that song on repeat. Boom, boom. Okay, just, I feel like I'm just rambling on this one. I'm sorry. Read this, listen to this again. Just it makes me sick. I'm <laughs> this is filling the black hole in my heart this Valentine's Day. This this is enough for me. This is enough. Just be there for the one that you love. Don't think of them as crazy and downplaying how they feel. Like you could have easily been like, girl, if you don't come on these reservations. <laughs> We've been planning this for a minute. Why are you why are you being so extra? But when she let him know exactly what was going on, this was supposed to be a surprise. Him her telling him that she's pregnant and then her period come up. It's like, man, 
Sphic was a roller coaster all the way through it. But it came out nice. And I just, now I just want them to be happy with the baby. This was a one-off, it looks like. <sighs> but this was very satisfying and I enjoyed it so much. Like I said, it has the fluff. It has those one-liners that make you just go, mm. <laughs> To make you, there's like a Beyonce drift look like when she was like on MTV or something, and she has that yellow headband, and she just she just smiling like oh oh okay. <laughs> this has a lot of one liners like that. Love to child in here. He's soft. He's still strong and supportive, but he's soft and caring and compassionate. That is a one two knockout. Okay, double up in. Everything, everything, everything. Just so good. So let me let me go. Let me go. Because I could talk all day about this. And it's just going to be the same thing. So we're over. Just like, oh my God. Ugh, so good. <laughs> over again. But thank you for listening. Protect yourselves and each other. So y'all can come back over here and listen to this again. Thank you. Love, hugs, and kisses to y'all all. And we're going to get another one coming. Okay? So I'll see you for the next one.